Well, good morning. A lot of stuff to go over today, man. A lot of stuff. Well, we're going to get to it right away. We're going to try and get through it as fast as possible, too. But let's see what happens. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Two more days until 2020 is over. Uh, this is PVT, uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. Uh, that's what you Google to find me, Political Views TV podcast. And I show up right there at the top of the list there. It is <clears throat> 22 more days until Trump leaves office. 22 more days until Trump leaves office. You'll be happy to hear. Uh, st- uh, stand aside, you elderly people, and you, uh, you know, you... You old folks and you frontline workers, stand aside. Congressional staffers are next in line for the vaccine. Uh, That's according to Politico. Uh, Congress uh, attending physician Brian Monahan emailed all lawmakers uh, uh, last night to ask them each uh, for two staffers from their personal offices to get shots. Uh, Also, four staffers of every committee chair and every ranking committee member will also reportedly be offered a vaccine. In total, the first round of shots will cover more than 1,000 Capitol Hill staffers. Uh, House uh, members and senators began receiving vaccines this month, though some, such as, remember, I talked about this, uh, Representative Ilan Omar uh, refused, saying it was shameful for lawmakers to jump ahead of those making sacrifices every day. Uh, Anyway, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, Demands for progressive lawmakers And the public surge for uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to urgently support and hold a vote on the bill that would boost the uh, coronavirus pandemic relief checks from $600 to $2,000 after at least two-thirds of the Democrat-controlled House approved the legislation last night. The measure passed the House 275 to 134 with 44 House Republicans joining 231 Democrats in approving the bill, which is is two-thirds of a, more than two-thirds of a a vote. It faces an uncertain future under the right-wing sociopath McConnell, who leads the Senate, Senate, um, and he's he's refused to hold votes on previous House-approved COVID-19 bills since May, more than eight months. Uh, late Senator, uh, late Sunday, Senator Bernie Sanders, you know, independent, Vermont, you know Bernie Sanders, we all love Bernie Sanders, uh, he's been pushing for the $2,000 relief checks since uh, March, said that Trump must get Mitch McConnell and his Republican friends in the Senate to pass legislation to provide $2,000 in direct payments to the working class. That was his quote uh, directly. Uh, of course, Trump, you know, he said he, he'd be uh, uh, on board for $2,000. Um, anyway, after the vote last night, Sanders tweeted, the House passed a $2,000 direct payment for working people. Now it's the Senate's turn. If McConnell doesn't agree to an up or down vote to provide the working people of our country a $2,000 direct payment, Congress will not be going home for New Year's Eve. Let's do our job. Uh, he said, let me be clear. If, Senate, if Senator McConnell doesn't agree to an up or down vote to provide the working people of our country a $2,000 direct payment, Congress will not be going home New Year's Eve. Let's do our job. 
<laughs> yeah, McConnell has not committed to allowing a vote on the bill, which prompted Sanders' vow to hold up the Senate vote to override Trump's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act, you know, the NDAA. Um, the House voted to override the president's, president's uh, veto last night, but this we're going to go to the Senate now. Uh, while Sanders may not have the power to single-handedly kill the NDAA uh, veto override, the American Prospects' David Dayen wrote yesterday in the Vermont that the Vermont senator has the procedural means at his disposal to keep the Senate in session all the way to New Year's Day, inconveniencing senators of both parties, uh, particularly the incumbent Republicans from Georgia who are in the final week of campaigning for their runoff on elections on January 5th. Now, after this came out, and this just happened minutes ago, those two senators, which are uh, Purdue and, um, uh, what's the other one? Purdue and Loeffler, uh, the, two, the, the two criminal co- co-conspirators with insider trading, allegedly. <laughs> anyway, they just came out this morning in favor of the $2,000 checks because they were being spanked in Georgia. They were being spanked in Georgia because the Democrats came out in favor of the, these $2,000 checks uh, last week. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, in a tweet late uh, Monday, Sanders pointed to uh, new data from a progressive polling showing that 70% of likely U.S. voters, 84% of Democrats, 73% of Republicans, and 74% of independents support a $2,000 direct relief check. The House approved the $2,000 direct payment. Sanders wrote, let the Senate vote Mitch. He didn't say Mitch the bitch. That's what I say. President-elect Joe, uh, uh, Joe Biden said yesterday afternoon that the outgoing Trump administration had purposely gutted key policy teams that oversee defense and national security, which Biden said has damaged America's uh, global leadership role and made his presidential transition more difficult. Uh, Biden also accused the White House of stonewalling his transition team, especially in matters of defense policy. Biden referred to the uh, these alleg- uh, alleged holdups as obstruction on the part of the uh, outgoing administration. Uh, recent reports indicate that uh, key uh, political appointees in the Defense uh, Department were directing career staffers to withhold critical information, including intelligence, pertaining to the, you know, the recent uh, hack, the SolarWinds uh, cyber attack. Uh, uh, they've been uh, um, holding this information back from the Biden team counterparts. Uh, Biden has given remarks airing his frustration on the administration's lack of transparency on the hack. Uh, the Department of Defense uh, vehemently denies such uh, allegations, though Biden himself said his team has encountered roadblocks from the Defense Department and the Office of Management and Budget. Uh, Biden said, right now, we, are, we just aren't getting all the information that we need from the outgoing administration in key national security areas. It's areas. It's nothing short in his in in my view of irresponsibility. Uh, anyway, before his remarks, Biden and uh, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris met with Q 
key advisors on national security and defense who, according to Biden, stressed the need for his team to rebuild diplomatic relations with allies who have lost faith in American leadership. Gee, I wonder why they lost faith. Oh, because our president decided to uh, uh, drag the entire country into a hole and hide from everybody? Anyway... Uh, Biden also briefly touched on the bombing in Nashville on Christmas Day and particularly uh, particular thank, uh, thanking, uh, you know, the first responders, uh, saying, I want to thank the police department in Nashville, particularly the five police officers and first responders who helped save human lives. He said, I want the people of Nashville to know the hearts of the American people are with them. Meanwhile, Donald Trump hasn't said a goddamn thing about Nashville. And by the way, uh, on, on the Nashville uh, uh, thing, there isn't any anything new than what I've already told you. I've looked at the news this morning. They're at his house. They're looking through everything, and there's nothing new. Uh, only what I've told you that that he believed that uh, 5G uh, caused probably caused his cancer. Speaking with MSNBC on Monday, yesterday, Trump's former lawyer and self-described fixer, Michael Cohen. Remember Michael Cohen? He's ever since he got uh, canned, he's and he got in trouble. He's been uh, singing about Donald Trump and his criminal past. Anyway, Michael Cohen suggested that by pardoning former associates such as Michael Flynn and Roger Stone, Trump was giving prosecutors the power to force them to testify against him. Cohen said this produces a very significant problem for Donald Trump in the, uh, in the fact that once you receive the, that pardon power, once you get that pardon, you no longer, uh, you are, uh, you're no longer able to invoke the Fifth Amendment, you know, the right to uh, self, against self-incrimination. Uh, I plead the Fifth uh, because I don't want to incriminate myself. If you can't be charged, you can't be incriminated. Anyway, Cohen uh, added, so all these people may ultimately ultimately be his downfall because they'll be testifying against him either before a court or before a tribunal. Um, multiple lawsuits and criminal investigations already await Trump at the end of his term. Uh, among the criminal cases is an investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance into the Trump Organization. Separately, New York's Attorney General Letitia James is also leading a tax fraud investigation into the Trump and his family businesses. Uh, in his uh, uh, MSNBC interview, uh, Cohen said he would have gotten a pardon if he had not turned on the president, saying, I would have received one had I agreed not to come out, not to speak truth to power. Anyway, uh, whatever. Cohen was sentenced to three years in prison in December uh, 2018 for campaign finance violations tied to the 2016 election and for lying to Congress, just like many of the people that have been sent to jail uh, were jailed for. Um, a federal judge has ruled more than 4,000 people. Ooh, I told you about this story a, a, a few weeks ago, remember? Uh, the federal judge ruled more than 4,000 people in two Georgia counties were wrongly removed from voter rolls ahead of next week's Senate runoff elections. In her decision, Judge Leslie Abrams Gardner, recognize that name? Leslie Abrams. Why does that sound familiar? Think about it. Anyway, 
In her decision, uh, Judge Les- uh, Leslie Abrams Gardner said the counties had used unverified change of address data to invalidate registrations and that all those who were struck from the voter rolls must be reinstated. Uh, the, ma- uh, the vast majority of those uh, registrations came from Muskogee County, uh, which, according to political, leaned heavily towards President-elect Joe Biden in no- uh, November. Gee, imagine that, kicking people off the rolls who voted for Joe Biden. Uh, Democratic Party attorney Mark Elias hailed the judge's decision as a blow to GOP voter suppression, which, you know, that's what they do. As I say all the time, that's all that they do so they can get elected is they uh, suppress voters. Uh, Judge Gardner, remember, Judge Leslie Abrams Gardner is the sister of top Democrat Stacey Abrams. Now you're recognizing the name. Uh, and she uh, she's the one whose voter registration efforts in Georgia were widely credited with winning the state for Biden. Yeah, she did quite the job. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you've been watching the news, I haven't been covering this story, but I have to touch on it this morning. A Columbus, Ohio police officer who fatally shot an unarmed black man during a non-emergency call last week has been fired. Uh, Adam Coy uh, shot Andre Hill seconds after their encounter as Hill uh, walk towards uh, Coy, uh, holding an illuminated cell phone in his left hand. You've all seen the the, the police video. Uh, police Chief Thomas Quinlan recommended uh, Coy's firing because he said Coy shot Hill, didn't activate his body-worn camera when he responded to the call, and failed to render aid. Coy turned, on, uh, turned his camera on after the shooting, and the camera's look-back feature captured the 60 seconds prior to him turning it on. That's what happens. It's always on, but uh, it doesn't hold on to the recording until 60 seconds before you turn it on. There you go. Uh, and, and by the way, there will be an episode of The Rookie. Have you guys ever watched The Rookie? Pretty good show. I kind of like it. Uh, there'll be an episode of The Rookie. Um, that has the same sort of story uh, this season where a racist cop gets his camera turned on after an incident and it goes back a minute showing the incident. Uh, and he gets, you know, of course he loses his badge. And, you know, anyway. Uh, Hill's family and their attorney have called for transparency, transparency as the investigation unfolds. Uh, the incident is even more painful because it comes on the heels of another a uh, fatal police shooting of a black man in the Columbus area earlier this month. Uh, Casey Go- uh, Goodson Jr. was shot and killed by a Franklin County Sheriff's Office deputy as he entered his apartment on December 4th. Uh, and that investigation is ongoing. Seems Putin is upset his spy agency wasn't able to kill El- Alexei Navalny. <laughs> Russian law enforcement is threatening to jail opposition, opposition uh, politician Navalny for failing to comply with the terms of a suspended sentence in a years-old case if he fails to show up for a hearing in Moscow this morning. Uh, this morning, which was uh, last night, our time, I suppose. Um, uh, and that's what his lawyer and official said. Navalny is currently in Germany after receiving treatment at Berlin's... Um, uh, Sharit Clinic, following his poisoning in August uh, with the nerve agent uh, Novichok uh, by Russian spies. He was poisoned, and, and we've already proven that uh, at this point. 
Uh, the Russian Federal Penitentiary Service said in a statement Monday that by staying in Germany following the recovery from his illness, Navalny is violating the terms of his suspended sentence. The opposition politician believes the case is politically, is politically motivated. Uh, the Federal Penitentiary Service statement says, based on Lancet publication, A.A. Navalny was discharged from the Sharite Clinic on September 20th, uh, 2020, and by October 12th, all the symptoms of his illness has passed. Thus, the condition uh, now uh, the conditionally convicted person is not fulfilling the obligations assigned to him by the court and is evading the control of the penal inspection. Uh, penal inspection service. So basically, uh, they're trying to force him to go back to Russia so they'll have another chance at poisoning him. That's basically what's going on. Or killing him. Or jailing him forever. Anything to get him off of future ballots. Anyway. Uh, a group of Republicans, including Representative Louis Gohmert of Texas, we've talked about him before, and Kelly Ward of Arizona is suing Vice President Mike Pence in a desperate last-ditch attempt uh, to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, the elect- uh, We've talked about this. January 6th is when uh, Pence reads the official Electoral College. Uh, the Electoral College is scheduled to uh, certify then, uh, which is it's just a procedural task overseen by the sitting vice president. In the lawsuit, uh, details of which uh, reporter John Krusel uh, uh, of The Hill posted on Twitter, Gomert, Ward, and 10 other plaintiffs, such as uh, Students for Trump, COO Tyler Bo- Boyer, and Arizona Republican Party Executive Director Greg Safsten, and Maricopa County Republican Second Vice Chair Nancy Cottle, are asking federal judge Jeremy Kernodle, uh, which is a, uh, he's a Trump appointee, uh, asking him to declare Pence legally authorized to pick pro-Trump electors on January 6th instead of the ones that uh, are assigned. Uh, since Trump lost his November bid for the second term in the White House, certain members of the GOP have continued to stoke delusion of having won by floating unlikely and un- unsuccessful court challenges to President-elect uh, uh, Joe Biden's victory. Uh, meanwhile, other Republicans have urged the president to gracefully... You think President Trump would gracefully accept defeat? <laughs> Uh, yesterday, Representative uh, uh, Denver, uh, Denver Riggleman, uh, he's a Republican from Virginia, retweeted news of the lawsuit against Pence, with a, uh, uh, and he tweeted, this is nuts. This is a Republican saying, in Virginia, which is, uh, you know, most of Virginia is extremely Republican. Uh, like, if you, if you looked at the state, it's like... The whole thing is red, and the corner by Fairfax, Virginia, is all blue, and that's where most of the population is. But the rest of the state is, like, red. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, this guy says, this is nuts. If this guy says this is nuts, it's nuts. <laughs> um, this is an interesting story. Uh, six days later on Christmas Eve, after working a shift in the COVID-19 unit, nurse... Matthew W., last, last initial W., became sick. He got chills and later came down with muscle aches and fatigue. Uh, 
This is six days after he got the vaccine. Uh, The day after Christmas, he went to the drive-up hospital testing site and tested positive for COVID-19. Dr. uh, Christian Ramers points out in a possible... uh, It is possible that Matthew was infected before receiving the vaccine, as the incubation period may be as much as two weeks. Dr. Raymer said if Matthew did contract it after the vaccine, it's still in line with what we know. He said, we know from the vaccine clinical trials that it's going to take about 10 to 14 days for you to start develop protection from the vaccine. So that means when you take your vaccine, you still got two weeks before you show any protection, you can still get sick from COVID. Anyway, Dr. Ramers said he knows of several other local cases where healthcare workers became infected around the time they received the vaccine. He says all the cases illustrate the fact that results aren't immediate. Even after you start receiving some protection, it won't be full protection. So keep that in mind when you do get to the vaccine, as will I. Uh, Vice President, speaking of vaccines, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris is expected to receive the first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine today. And that's according to the Biden uh, transition team. Uh, I thought she was going to take it at uh, at the same time as uh, Biden, but apparently they said that's not a good idea in case one of them gets sick or both of them get sick from the vaccine. Um... Uh, A transition official told CNN that Harris will be administered the vaccine live on camera from Washington, D.C. Her husband, Doug uh, Emhoff, will also receive the vaccine. Uh, 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 Harris's vaccination will come just over one week after uh, Joe Biden got his live on national television. And she's, of course, doing it to reassure everyone that the vaccine is safe and, you know, so on and so forth, make sure everybody gets it. A Massachusetts Republican Party leader has voiced his regret about attending a maskless White House Hanukkah party this month, which he blames for his hospitalization with severe COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, Tom Mountain, the vice chairman of the Massachusetts Republican State Committee, was rushed to to a hospital three days after the uh, December 9th event, which where more attendees, uh, most attendees shun masks. Nobody was wearing masks at these things. When I went, he said, this is him. Uh, when I went down to Washington, D.C. for the White House Hanukkah event, I was perfectly fine. Uh, that's what he uh, told uh, WJAR, which is a local station there, apparently. And three days later after the event, I was in the hospital and ready to be put on a, a, a ventilator. Uh, Mountain told the local network that he felt politically and morally obligated to go to the event, but is now filled with regret. Uh, Mountain told the Boston Globe, I didn't listen to the warnings of my own family, and now I'm paying the price. Uh, Anyway, he's now recovering at home after being hospitalized twice since then. COVID-19 is serious. I know you want to be stupid and not wear a mask, but you know what? You probably, I mean, he he's 60, but still, you want to kill your parents? If you're younger and your parents are still alive, you want to kill them? Wear a mask. Jeez, man. Uh, the U.S. reported a, a record number of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 on Monday, 121,235 in all. 
With hospitalization rates this high, doctors warn hospitals will soon have to begin rationing care, essentially making life or death decisions about who gets uh, the opportunity for treatment and who doesn't. They're running out of oxygen in Los Angeles, by the way. They need more oxygen here. All ICUs are full in Los Angeles and most of California. It's getting really bad. Uh, Some uh, uh, hospitals are already employing battlefield-level triage techniques to keep pace with the number of patients pouring in. Uh, And and we're getting the the Army. Army is sending uh, doctors and nurses here, along with tents. Uh, Meanwhile, cases of COVID-19 variant discovered in the UK have been cropping up in other countries like South Korea and India. So no doubt it's going to be popping up here, that variant. (coughs) <coughs> that, <coughs> excuse me, I guess I should call it a mutation. Some of this coffee might help uh, clear my throat a little. Some of this warm coffee. <coughs> China has escalated its campaign to rein in the vast tech empire controlled by Jack Ma. And I've talked about this. Actually, I told you to buy it. Now I'm telling you, you probably want to get out uh, for now. Uh, maybe buy it in a couple of weeks. Alibaba. Uh, one of the, uh, and this guy, Jack Ma, he's one of the uh, country's richest people. He was the richest. Now he's the second richest. Authorities in Beijing who had on Christmas Eve ordered an investigation into allegations of monopoli- monopolistic uh, practices uh, by the retail giant Alibaba. It's similar to a, like an Amazon. It's huge. It's gigantic in the East. Um, uh, the officials have ordered his financial technology company Ant Group to scale back its operations. Uh, he's trying to get it like a monopoly going. Uh, Pan Gongsheng, a, a deputy uh, governor of China's central bank, said Ant's corporate governance was not sound and ordered it to return to its origins as a payment services provider. Uh, the latest salvo in Beijing's battle against Ma who had been feted as China's greatest modern-day entrepreneur until he started speaking out against strict regulations. Uh, It it wiped 8% of the value of Alibaba's share price in Hong Kong trading uh, yesterday. Uh, Alibaba's shares, which is what this is the retailer, have lost more than a quarter of their value since uh, 24th of October when Ma accused China's financial regulators and state-owned banks of operating a pawn shop mentality at a high-profile summit in Shanghai. Let me tell you, if you're a billionaire in China and you have a huge company, you probably don't want to speak out against China because they are going to spank you um, Li Chengdong, uh, a Beijing-based technolo- uh, technology analyst, said the action against Ant was also weighing heavily on other Chinese tech companies. Uh, Li said the new regulations are hurting big internet platforms, so Tencent and other tech companies are also seeing their share prices go down. Alibaba now is a target of regulators, so the reaction is stronger. On Christmas Eve, China's state market supervision administration said it had ordered an investigation into Alibaba Group Holdings limited over suspected monopolistic practices. Um, An an editorial in the People's Daily, which is, uh, you know, the Chinese uh, state mouthpiece, 
um, said efforts to prevent uh, monopoly and anti-competitive practices were requirements for improving the socialist market economy system and promoting high quality development. This is kind of weird because China is doing uh, more to stop monopolies than our own fascist country. Isn't that weird? I mean, we got a lot of uh, cases coming up, but it took a long time to get these cases and they're certainly not going to do enough. Moving on, the legendary French designer Pierre Cardin has died. He revolutionized the industry in the 1960s and 70s. He died at the age of 98, according to reports uh, from France. Cardin Cardin was also one of the first designers to roll out his high fashion to the the masses by selling uh, his collections in department stores from the late 50s onward. Uh, Which, you know, of course, these these elitist fashion people were like horrified by this. Uh, Of course, he got very rich from it, so he didn't care what they said. Uh, Cardin's family told AFP that he died in a hospital in Neuilly near Paris, uh, uh, earlier today. And that's it. How did I do? That was a lot. That was a lot of pages. I haven't seen so many pages in a long time. How did I do? Not bad. Not bad. Under 30 minutes. That's it. Thanks for listening. It's Tuesday, December 29th, 2020, Tuesday, December 29th, 2020 PVTV political views, TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. And I really appreciate you being here listening. I really do. I love having you guys listen to me, listen to my point of view, and spread the word. See if you can bring somebody along with you tomorrow. Uh, And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.